Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on on the clock radio fans? How are you doing? It's Raul Luscano with my guy George Martinez. What's up, George? How you doing, sir? What up? Hey, guys. Hey, thank you for joining us on this beautiful Friday. And it is going to be a beautiful Friday, especially tonight with the weather. It's going to be awesome, man. Thank you for joining us on... What is it? Halloween Eve is what we call it, right? Halloween Eve, baby. Yeah, man. So listen, we got a lot to talk about, man. We definitely got to get talking about this raise. I didn't like the decision that was going on with there. NFL, there's a lot of news going on in the NFL. The Cowboys, uh, who's the worst coach in the NFL? We're going to talk about that. We got my guy Tua finally getting his starting uh, lineup job here. Fitz is in shambles with that. Carlos Dunlap being traded. And also... NFL trade deadline is November 3rd, and we want to see some trades that we would like to see go on in the NFL. We're going to talk about some of that stuff here. Also, we got fantasy football, and of course, our pickums of the week. George is kicking my butt. Don't go anywhere. Enjoy yourself. Smile. It's going to be a good Friday, man. Welcome. You're on the clock. We having fun this evening. Believe it. Oh my God, George, what's going on, man? Living our best life. How are you doing, sir? Right, it's another day. Oh man, it's beautiful, game man. Game day Friday. You know I get excited on game day Friday. Oh, who doesn't, man? We got Blake. We got Blake tonight. Good luck to them. Yeah, you're on the clock, buddy. <laughs> clock, you're on the clock, Blake. Yeah, man. I'm be- and again, the weather. I mentioned it earlier, man. The weather's oh, gonna be beautiful. Boy. Seventy. Nice. Seventy degrees. <sighs> man, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be dry, beautiful football weather. And I know the ladies are probably thinking, ooh, 70 degrees, time to bring out the boots. No, yeah. it is not. <laughs> Just hold off a couple more couple more weeks. You'll be fine and good to go, man. How's the family, bro? Everybody good? Family's good, man. I come to you tonight with, with you know, this morning with some breaking news. Uh-oh. What's the breaking news? I'm going to whoop your ass in fancy football this week. <laughs> Bro, We're who are you telling me? We finally messed up. I've been watching these 165 freaking <laughs> averages you've been having. Like, this is, I got my little 95, 105. You know what I'm saying? We're good, oh, bench. Oh, man. It's a battle of the co host. <sighs> man, it's going to be bad. This weekend. Well, I mean, the, the matchup of the co host. I don't know if it's a battle. Yeah, it's not a battle. It's literally. Unless you pull, unless you pull an upset here. Yeah, I don't know. it's literally like the Bucks playing the Browns or somebody, or the Bucks playing the Jets. <laughs> Yeah, the Giants, like Monday Night Football. <laughs> or your Monday Night Football game, yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. So We're everybody's good. a little bit. Yeah, man. Speaking of getting into it, okay, and, and I've been waiting to talk to talk about this. I know the, I know the World Series already ended. We all know the, the Dodgers won. Wow. I get it, you know, but I've been waiting to talk to you about it. Everybody seems to be still be talking about the decision that Cash made, the general manager Cash. If the audience, if you don't know, Cash pulled his, his best pitcher, Snell, out of the game in the bottom of the sixth inning. And I'm sorry, but Snell was killing it as a pitcher, man. He was pitching a gym. He, he bro, he he. The lineup went up through it twice. And again, I know the strategy of the game. People tell me, well, the likelihood of him doing that again is unlikely with a third time going up through the lineup. And I understand the numbers. I get that. But there's numbers doesn't always tell you what's going on in the game. Like anybody could see that Snell was on a lock. He was locked in. He didn't look tired or fatigued. One guy. The all they did was ground the ball. They still got out. They grounded it, and then that's when he pulled out. Okay, now it's time to get him out because he thought, okay, he's got nothing left in the tank. It could be just one of those fluke hits. What do you think, man? You think Cash should be – he's getting ridiculed now. They're asking for him <laughs> – asking for his resignation. But Cash has done a great job so far, and I know he's just doing what he normally did from the season, but what do you think, man? I, I don't know. I, I think I'm pissed with him. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you follow – because the Rays are a very big analytics type of team. They follow analytics. They believe in the analytics. And that's one of those things where you outcoach yourself, in my opinion. You know, that's where the analytics, you go out the window, your guy's playing, pitching well. He's pitching a gym. The next three guys that were up to bat, he was combined 0-6. They were 0-6 against him. He had two strikeouts against him. 
Um, you bring up Mookie Betts, who struggles against that type of pitcher, and you sub him out, you bring in a, a throwing right-handed pitcher, which Mookie Betts does phenomenal against all year long. He's made his money on right-handed fastball pitching, um, doubles to the corner, and you know we saw what happened after that. The Rays pitching kind of fell apart. They couldn't muster any offense. I don't know, man. You leave a guy out there. You hang your hat yeah. with your stud. You hang your hat with the guys that got you there. I, I think you try to get too cute at that situation. I'd rather lose with the same score because you left Snell out there to work through it than doing what you did. And that's the, that's the funny part. You, you hit it around the head, work through it. He wasn't even going through anything to work through. He was cruising. You know what I mean? They only had two hits off of him at that point, but it it was so far back in the innings that it didn't even. He was locked in, man. He was placing the ball beautifully. It was nice high fastballs that these guys couldn't get to. Beautiful changeup. I mean, he was he was doing his thing, man. He was on point with this pitching, and and you know some people say, well, it's a it's a bad coaching move because of what happened next. But what if you bring in the relief pitcher and they don't make a hit at all? Well, that's yeah, that's great, but I don't want to take the risk. Snell looked locked in. It reminds me of like a like a like a no hit game, right? You know when you get when you're pitching yeah. a no hitter game, you don't want to mess with it. You kind of just like, let's let's leave it alone. We're playing good defense here. Let's 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 just leave this alone. Um, and with the Dodgers, remember we the first time we talked about it when the World Series was kicking off in our podcast, we said the Dodgers can hit, man. They can. These guys got bats, and they can go for days. And the, the the trouble was the Rays trying to keep up. I think I don't know. I think Cash was playing for Game Seven, trying to keep Snell, you know, there. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe protecting his lead. But again, we see the, how that happens with the Atlanta Falcons strategy of being conservative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't never work. Works. It never works. It never works. So I feel bad, man, that they ruined the, the trifecta of Tampa Bay, man. You know what I'm saying? Because the Lightning, yeah, them, and, the, and now and now we're talking about L.A. being. Title City Town because, you know, yeah. LeBron won one. Now the Dodgers won one. Yep. yep. So, you know, now now the Bucks got to step it up and win one, two to kind of make it a, a debate again. But, no, I agree. I, I think you should have left Snell in. Let him win or lose. You go down with your dude and you go down with your dog. Let him kind of figure his way out. And, and here's one thing, too, that I'll make you think about. All the Rays knows about the analytics. Do you wonder if that played a stretch factor for Snell, knowing that he's one hit away from being pulled? Not one, well, not one run away from being pulled, one hit away. Imagine how perfect you got to be as a raised pitcher to know you give up a hit in the sixth inning, you're out, no matter how well you've pitched. Now, yeah. the question I ask you is, if you're Snell, do you request to be out of Tampa? God, I hope not, man. I mean, I saw the post interview with Snell, and he was giving praise to Cash, saying how much he, how great of a manager he is. He's been doing a really great job. Um, but he also did say in the interview, you know, the post interview that he told Cash, "I feel fine. I feel good. You know, let me finish this out. You know, what I mean, you gotta listen to your guys, and you gotta listen you gotta to the guy, man. Coach. You gotta listen to your players, man. Yeah, he. I mean, bro, you, he didn't even look sweaty. You know what I mean? Like you see, how some mm-hmm. guys might be breathing heavy, and he was in the moment. He was cruising. He, he was, was in control in the moment. He was, So, I don't, do you think the coach now, we're going back to you, I'm going to switch it on you. I hope Snell doesn't leave, but everybody's calling for the head of cash, man. And he is a good general manager, you know, despite that he played for the Dodgers. But, you know, it's, what do you think, man? It's an instant reaction. Everybody's, you know, hurt about it because we felt we had a good chance to, to win the World Series. At the end of the day, no one expected Tampa Bay to, to be in the position that we're in. Considering the payroll, the hitters, the this, the that, you can go on and have lists about why they shouldn't be there. It, it, at the end of the day, they were there. They finished with one of the best records uh, on that side of the ball. So, yeah, no, he should be back. I think it's a learning lesson. Hopefully, he learns quicker than it took Joe Madden to learn. Because by the time Joe Madden figured it out, he ended up going somewhere else. That makes sense. Because he, he he had run his 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 course through. Tampa being here as long as he was. So hopefully he learns it. We figure it out. And next year we're talking about the same thing. And instead we got a W instead of a loss. Well, going along the lines of coaching, man, I want to talk to you about something, man. 
A lot of have been in the news with the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, the season is not <laughs> those, you know, what are they, how do they say it? How about them we Cowboys? Them boys. Yeah, we them boys, well, we, we them, boys, them boys. Yeah, it's not very, it's not looking great for those guys. And on top of it, you got players, you know, just ridiculing the coaching staff, saying that they don't, they don't prepare good enough, they're not doing too much, you know. Um, their head coach came out and said, you know, I think we, we coach way too much at times. So, you know, he kind of, you know, going back, giving a shot back to the players. Is this something, is this the the future of Dallas right now? Is this what's going to be happening? I mean, you, they're out two quarterbacks, which we're going to talk about with, with Dalton. Me and you felt some type of way when he took that hit. Uh, but along the lines of coaching, man, what do you think? Is, there's problems in Dallas, man. There's, there's huge problems in Dallas. So I, don't, I, I think the years of recruiting subpar talent, average talent has finally caught up to them. You know what I mean? And now what do you do? Where do you go from here? So I think somewhere someone's thinking, man, I wish we had Jason Garrett still. You think that? (laughs) I wish. I wish we still had Jason Garrett. This might go to how he managed it. Jason Garrett somewhere saying, I told you. (laughs) I was working with shit. (laughs) Y'all thought that was me. I'm the only one that was keeping it together. Because That's such a good point. He's like, look, man, I made, you know, I made chicken salad out of chicken shit over here. What do you want me to do? I was making diamonds out of crack. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, but think about it. You know, it's it, it's painful to watch because they're very, very talented offensively. Now, when you lose both tackles to season injury, when you lose your starting center to early retirement, when you lose your right guard to a concussion, four of your five offensive linemen are out. Which, by the way, offensive line lives matter. Oh, my God, do uh, they? I love offensive linemen. Ask Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah. And and it goes to show they can't stop nobody on defense. All that stuff comes down to coaching. It all comes down to coaching. And, and I, I use the Bucks as an example. Before we had Todd Bowles on defense, we were the worst. The worst yeah, defensively. I'll give, I'll give you that. We have pretty much the same guys. And now different different defensive coordinator. Now the Bucks are one of the top three, four, five teams in the NFL and doing well defensively. Coaching matters. All that stuff really, really matters. And I think right now the Dallas Cowboys just don't have the coaching. I think Mike McCarthy is not the right guy. I think he's a one and done after this year. I would not be surprised if he's fired and let wow. go. You think after Mike, one year? I think Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. As bad as this season has gone, Zeke is off to his worst year. Receivers off to their worst year. You couldn't protect Dak. Now you've lost any Dalton defense giving up points still somewhere in the middle of, of Arizona somewhere. Uh, they can't stop anything. I think for sure, Mike, if Mike McCarthy does not get them to seven and nine, he's out of there. Bro, I mean, that's, that's you know well put. It is Dallas. Jerry Jones has high standards. I don't know if they'd let him go. I think he, he blames on, hey, give me another year. My starting quarterback got a broke ankle. My freaking second backup quarterback gets a concussion. And naming all the reasons you just named, I lost two tackles. Like, give me, you know, give me the a sympathy. second chance. Yeah, the sympathy card. Now, after the second year, everybody's healed up. They've come back. Well, listen, if we'll that's see. the case, I am tanking for Trevor Lawrence right now. Why? You're going to get Dak back. Right now. No, Dak. Listen, this is how you solve all of it. If you're the Cowboys, this is how you solve all of it. Oh, wow. You let, you tank for Trevor. You get a top three pick. You get Trevor Lawrence, you let Dak walk, you bring Trevor Lawrence in, high-profile kind of guy. He can win the fans over pretty easy. He's on a rookie contract, so it'll be cheap money for five years. Gives you good cap space. Dak goes on to play somewhere else in his career as a franchise guy. Everybody moves on, quote-unquote, happy. I mean, that's definitely a good point because I'll tell you what, Trevor's not going to the Jets. He's not going. To He's Jets. not going to the Jets whatsoever. He's going. He, he'll go. He, he'll be back at Clemson, right? With COVID, unless unless Dallas has first pick, <laughs> and then like, okay, you know what? We can do something here. Yeah, you no, 
know what? I'll, I'll go. Two That's when Jerry Jones starts I'll, calling people on the schedule of the Jets. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> throw those guys a bone. You know what I mean? I need. I'm doing yeah. something over here. I need you guys. I need you guys playing. Well. I'm gonna trade Dak to you. Okay, we'll give you Dak. Yeah, right. Give me this game. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that's what the phone Can calls. You imagine? Yeah, just fucking calm down. Everybody, calm down here and let's not let's not think too crazy. Let's let's really you know let's give it, oh, let's give boy. these guys a bone here, right? You know what I mean? Jo- people's jobs are on the line now. <laughs> so oh, speaking of jobs and, and Mike McCarthy, so here's a good segue to it, man. Who is the worst coach in the NFL right now? Is it him? Mike McCarthy. Wow. You Mike think McCarthy. He's the worst. Hands down. The Hands Jets, down. Adam, I think Adam is literally, first of all, he creeps me out. Have you seen this guy's in his eyes? <laughs> this dude, there's something wrong with him, man. Well, okay. All right. So maybe retract my statement. No, no. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. He's the worst. Bro, listen to he's me. He's the worst. Adam over Adam, there at the Jets Adam looks Gaze like. has found a way to get rid of Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> to bench Sam Donner without benching him. Yeah. And. Traded Get him. rid of Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, but he Without, also traded the D line guy too to you guys. He traded he traded D line to the Bucks, which thank you, Jets. J E T G Jets Jets yeah. Jets Jets. Um, and yeah, Adam, I'm a fan of Adam only because he traded us that no tackle. Listen to me, man. Adam Mark looks like he's on Quaaludes from <laughs> Wolf does. of Wall Street. Have you seen that he movie does. Wolf of Wall Street when he's dra- leading the car was dragging himself? Adam looks, looks like lost. he's on Quaaludes, man. He does, man. It, I don't know if he finds his way to his office each each day. I think he needs a guide <laughs> to get there. So weird, right, it's man. a tie between Adam Gase and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it, I mean he's he's one of them. Um, I know Atlanta got rid of their coach already. I'm hope I'm actually rooting for Raheem to make a you know a comeback. They got a win them. last night. Yeah, they did. They did. They got a win last night. You know, and it helps that Teddy Bridgewater throws it into triple coverage. So that helps a lot. That <laughs> always helps. But um, that always helps. It does, man. But you know, they they were able to close out a game in the fourth quarter. So God bless them. Finally, they found a way to win it. Finally, because uh, Teddy was driving on that last drive, man. He was. He was coming down the pipe. So <laughs> God bless him. But you know, what about the Colts coach? What do you think about him? You don't think he's earned it or not? No, I think Phil Rivers is a bad quarterback. Yeah. I think that was a bad GM signing. Yeah, I don't think I, I think you 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 ride you know Brissett out there, yeah. and you let him play. I think he's your better option than than Phil Rivers. I think Phil Rivers is more of a ticket sales kind of reach, right? In a COVID year, which you can't have ticket sales in COVID year. Yeah, but I, I think you start Jacoby. That was the right move. Would have been done that. Yeah, uh, but they're winning games. They're they're in they're, they're in the hunt. They're 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 middle of the pack. They're average team. So. I don't think they're underperforming or overperforming. Yeah. I think they're just performing where they should be. And I agree with you, man. And speaking of performance, man, my guy Tua, uh, he gets his starting job oh, now. Boy. And it, it crushed Fitzpatrick. I saw the interview, man. And when Fitzpatrick said it hurt my it heart. Broke his heart. Hurt right, my, broke his heart. It hurt my freaking heart, bro. Like it hurt because Fitz was actually doing something. And this is the one time I'm like, yo, leave Fitz in. Now, <laughs> I'm actually asking now, for him to stay. I got a question for you. Yeah. Are you saying Lee fits in because you got Aaron Donald this week? Yes. <laughs> yes. Or are you saying it because you feel bad for Fitz? The, well, two things. Like I, we're playing well, and I'm always a firm believer. You don't you don't mess with the what, what's working for you right now. Like you know what I mean. Like if if we're you know one if we're sitting in like Atlanta one and six or two and five or something, I can understand the move. I can, I really do. But we're playing fine. You know, we're four and three. We're okay. We're doing our job, or three and three. I'm sorry. I think we're three and three, and I think we're we're doing okay. Now you're going to go against a hell of a D line with Donald leading the way, and you're going to put the rookie in. Is so, this a good move? I don't think this is safe. So, I'm too silent on this. Oh, boy. because because if you're behind the scenes, and before the season starts, and you and I can relate to this actually, because this happened to us. And you talk to Tua. All right, Tua. We're going to start you after the bye week no matter what. You got it, coach. Okay. You're going to start him after the bye week no matter what. No matter if you're 0-6 or 6-0. You've committed to the young man, and you've told him to his face, after the bye week, we're going to start you. Bye week shows up. What do you do? You're 3-3. Three and three, You're playing well. And you know what? Tua, 
We take our ward back. We're not going to start you. Fitz is playing well. We're three and three. We're going to let you sit a couple more weeks. Or do you hold the ward you did? Because what they told Tua was, Tua, we're going to start you after the bye week. Once it's been a year of your surgery. It was a year from his surgery on the Dolphins bye week. They told him they were going to start him after his, after the bye week. That it once it was a year, the stars aligned. To me, it's more impressive that the Dolphins held their word to their rookie quarterback more than it was the Dolphins. No, they're not going to win Super Bowl this year. That's not what they're doing it for. I agree. They're not doing it because they're they're, they're putting two in to make a playoff run. They know who they are. Yeah. They're doing it because they've committed to the young man. We're going to start you after the bye week. What are your thoughts? My, my thoughts is this, man. Not against the freaking Rams D-line. You, you And if you made that deal with the kid after the bye week or whatever, that's a bad deal. You know, they play. Basically, what you're saying is we're going to give you the first eight games to Fitz, and then we're going to play the last eight games with you. Like, I don't think that's a great idea. I don't think Rams is a. And even we, we play the Rams, and then next week, the week after that, we have to play Arizona. So I don't even like that aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to play Arizona either. That Arizona line. Arizona's playing very well right now. Now, if you want to start them against the Chargers that we play November 15th, absolutely. If you want to play against Denver the following week on November 22nd. If you're, if you're not, if your mindset is not, now usually I'll use an old Bruce Aaron comment here. If it's not risk it or biscuit situation, if you're not willing to put all your chips in and go for the shit, you start to. Bro, that's easy to say when you literally you have the GOAT as your quarterback and every piece of free agency that comes your guys' way, you're buying up the market. This is like Monopoly, and nobody has Boardwalk or Park Place. We all have we, Boardwalk all and we, Park Place. We all we all. have are the railroads, and they're not enough. You know what I mean? We're dying with this shit. Those guys can lose. I just think that there's a in the schedule, there were times where you can actually play him a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that Jets game, instead of one drive, maybe two or three, right? Because you had control with the defense. I you could afford that. Los Angeles Rams, is, that's a good D-line. Arizona's playing real well. We have the freaking Chargers, Denver, New York, Cincinnati as four games starting week 10. Good. He can go two and two. And that's what I'm saying. Go put them during that time. Why are we playing with – we're playing on a high note. The team loves Fitzpatrick. They do. I love Fitzpatrick. Everybody loves Fitzpatrick. I don't know what it is about this guy's charisma, but everybody loves him in the locker room. And somehow he still gets benched. He will. And this is why I think Fitzpatrick, in my opinion, should should hang it up. I think he should hang it up, and I think he should become a coach. I agree. He Players love this guy for whatever reason is, and he's a leader. They follow him. They trust him. For whatever it is. Now, is he, is he, the, <laughs> is he probably the greatest... Um, Quarterback to get your franchise started, probably. <laughs> Fitzpatrick probably is up there. He's also he's also the best Deshaun Jackson impersonator. And that too, I loved it when he did that in freaking <laughs> in tap. That junk was hilarious seeing him in that jacket with the chains. But it's things like that that kids that 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 not kids the players really love about him. Deshaun they love about him when they switch Winston back in. And Deshaun wanted nothing of Winston. Nothing. Trade me. Give me out. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. The guy that eats his fingers. I'm out of here. I don't want to be here with this clown. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get what they're saying. You know, I get that. But I don't know, man. We're going to see how Tua does. I think he'll be okay. I hope he's okay. Sam, that, that Donald's going to welcome him to the NFL. He is? Oh, my God. They're going to welcome him to the NFL. So, and again, I could be probably wrong. I don't know if Tua puts up 45 points and <laughs> defense holds him to three. I don't know. There you go. We'll see how it goes, man. Um, but talking on the lines of trade deadlines and Going on the NFL, things that we Ooh, want to see, my man. Favorite part. This is I the part that we love, man. Des Bryant, I think, was awesome being able to go to Signing. practice squad for the Seahawks. Um, or I'm sorry, the Ravens. He went to the Ravens. That's right. I apologize. He went to the Ravens. Dunlap actually went to the Seahawks. That's crazy That's right. that he did that. Um, yeah, Dunlap's yeah, an asshole. Dunlap, Dunlap signed his ticket out of Cle- or out of Cincinnati when they lost the Browns. Yeah. And he put out a tweet. Yeah. After the game, while he's in the locker room, <laughs> I think it's FYI, hilarious. Six bedroom house, great view, <laughs> four and a half eight, bath or whatever it was. District, 
A school district, first sale, uh, make an offer. Yo, and then for the organization to be like, yo, stay home. Stay home till we trade you. Don't even come to Don't practice. Don't even show up till we trade you. What a and boss then move. he gets traded. So think about it this way. Right, so you get you, you get the call. We're training you. Oh, please be. Please be a good team. Please be a good team. Please be a good team. Seattle, yes. Right. Good team. Now, the, the other side of the trade is the guy that left Seattle. They got traded to Cincinnati. Who? It, it was a player. It doesn't matter. It was a player <laughs> that was exchanged. Yeah. Also, that guy. Hey, hey, bud, come in the office. Yeah, coach, we're trading you. Please don't be Cincinnati. Please don't be Cincinnati. <laughs> right? Please don't be Cincinnati. You're going Cincinnati. Fuck. And they must have got a good deal for him because I tell you what, if I if you post if you post your house on Twitter saying you want to leave <laughs> for sale, you're getting traded to the Jets. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> Jets, we're gonna trade him to you. And Jets not only are we gonna trade him to you, you're we're going gonna to New York. We're gonna still pay his contract for you. Yeah. That's how much we want to screw you're, this guy over. Not only not only are we train you to the Jets, we're trading you to the highest COVID. <laughs> per per person capita of, of the United States. Yeah. Good luck with that. Here you go, buddy. Good luck. Enjoy go, this. Buddy. Enjoy the enjoy the Jets. But there's some trades, notable names that have been floating around. We don't know if they're true or not. November 3rd is the trade deadline, so we're waiting to see who gets on the chopping block. There's a couple guys that you I mean, these are some good names here, man. The Texans, Will Fuller, rumored to go to the Packers. They have interest in them. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's that, gonna happen. I think they will too, because Aaron Rodgers is like you said, he Bruce wants Harris. a receiver. He, he wants, needs a receiver. He wants somebody to help Devontae Adams badly. Uh, Kenny Stills is also on there. No trade rumors where he's going, but rumored to be traded. Um, this is one. These are a couple of names that I was a little bit surprised about. Arizona's cornerback Patrick Peterson, who I think has been playing beautifully. It's weird, considering the big win against Seattle, right? Going into overtime and, and winning this game. I was shocked to hear that. Right, there's right. got to be beef there with the coach. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just rumors. Maybe that he's the highest value you can get out of somebody um, because they do have a, a third rounder that's sitting back there waiting on playing time. Along with same thing with the Jets, um, which Patrick Peterson after the season is a free agent after the season. Maybe that's it. So the same thing with Will Fuller is a free agent. Yeah. After this season, can he still is a free agent? So a lot of these guys that are going to be free agents, these teams don't think they're going to sign them to long-term deals the following year, so you might as well trade them, get something out of them right now. Exactly, and that's that's what the rumor is. The Jets, Marcus May, who was it? The th- whole team for the Jets. <laughs> just, yeah, for, everybody who's, for everybody's sake, just get out of there. <laughs> but he's so entering his about, final year of his con- uh, rookie contract, so that's probably why. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. What's that? Sam Darnold. Gets traded, yeah, because they want they want Trevor, and they're you better not do that. Trevor doesn't want nothing. You better win six, seven games right now. Boy, Trevor wants nothing to do with the Jets. Nothing. Now, now here's a question: It wasn't a trade, but we haven't talked about it on the show. What do you think about the Antonio Brown acquisition, bro? I, is it good for the Bucks? Is it bad for the Bucks? Is it going to hurt them? Is it going to benefit them? I don't, what is a long term this year? Because it's a one year deal. He'll, he'll be gone next year. I don't think. But as so. far as this year, what does it matter to the Bucks? I, I don't think he's gone next year. I think he stays, man. I think he's he. Back. I think he loves Tom Brady. I was talking about this actually at work with some of my coworkers, and I was telling them. I said, you know, first of all, they, they were under the impression that everybody's going to be on the field at the same time. I'm like, no, bro. Some receiver has to come off because who? You're a Bucks fan. Who's what receiver comes off the field with Antonio Brown being on there? Who do you take off the field right now? Scotty Miller. And then when I said that, they were like, there's no way he loves Scotty Miller. And I said, yeah. Antonio Brown is a bigger, better, faster version of Scotty Miller. And that's what I was trying to tell them. Like, listen, somebody has to come off. You know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised, dear, if, if Evans' targets go way down more because you got a guy like Antonio Brown who can read a defense just as good as anybody else. And, and, and he's going to get the ball. He, he absolutely is going to get the ball. You got him, Godwin, Evans, and Gronk. And Gronk now, he's looking like a legit tight end again. He's got he his is. feet back underneath him. He's running great routes. He's starting to look like old Gronk. Like he hasn't lost a step. Brady, so by the way, fun fact. I love, I love to give you fun facts here on this last day of October. The Bucks have never had a player named as far as the NFC Player of the Month 
on offense is concerned. Really? Tom Brady. It only took Tom Brady to switch conferences and teams to, to get that accomplished for the Bucks. Of course. Of course it would. And I'm sure he accomplished, I mean, you know, everything else. You Jenga know. and 4,000 yeah. puzzle Absolutely. piece puzzles yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. Of course. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. But no, but and again, I think Antonio Brown, as far as getting the trade and or not trade, but the deal done, is just adding more weapons for old Tommy. I agree. I think for the first two weeks he splits the time with Scotty, but mostly he's just going to be in the huddle and look at Tom Brady. And he's like, run a post. What do you want me to do? <laughs> run a what do you want me to do? <laughs> right. These guys are like, no, he has to learn the playbook. I'm like, no. No. That's the reason why Tom Brady has a wristband. He's going to tell him, hey, bro, you got that drag route right now. Like, you got to run yeah, the drag. Okay, you got, cool. You got Z motion. Yeah. You're gonna got you're you're running the Z cross over the field. Yeah. If you sit it's on coverage, sit. I'm gonna throw you the ball. Yeah. Ready, break. Break. Yep. And what number that's are you again? 84? Got it. Thank 81. 81. Oh, 81. 81. That's right. So you're 81? Got it. I know okay. where to go. I got you, bud. You know I'll find I mean? you. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> I'll be looking for you. So I, I think that comes off, man. But it, and it's like you said, Bruce Aaron is is all go. He is. I'm telling all you right go. now. Oh we my are. god. Now, if the Bucks, this is a question you would normally ask, but I'm gonna ask it. If the Bucks don't win, not even win, let's say don't make an, a Super Bowl appearance. We're going to go appearance right now. Is it considered a bust? You better hide. <laughs> you better. <laughs> I'm going to say it bluntly, and people that don't like cursing, I'm sorry. You better fucking move, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk cash shit, boy. <laughs> You better get the job done. Yeah, it's a bust, man, because you're loading. They're loading up so much. You're basically saying there's nothing you can do right now. We are we're coming for this Super Bowl. Defense is playing well, top in top in the league. Right, offense is adding weapons. It's like okay, all right. What do we got to compete with in the NFC? All right, we're gonna load up with another one. You got nothing. Oh, and then another one. Who, if you had to rank the NFC though, right now? You guys are obviously number one. Saints, maybe close to? No, see, okay. I'm about the here and now. Okay. I'm all about the here and now. And right now, Seattle still won, even with the loss okay. to Arizona. I still think you have, until until we beat the Saints, Saints are two. They beat us. They own a better record head-to-head. Yes, we got more more win because we played more games than they have. So that's irrelevant. Seattle's or the Seattle's one, Saints two, Bucks are three, and then I think you got Arizona as four, and then whoever, and then you got Green Bay. I think <laughs> like, you got Green Bay. Okay, and then the NFC East, you know, whoever matters there drops. <laughs> really that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Then there's a huge drop off, yeah, and there's then, then nobody the else. Are there, and that's it. I think there's a top five. Right, those there's are a five six man race on the on the NFC right now. And what about the Raiders? Do you have the Raiders anywhere on there? Oh, they're AFC, aren't they? They're AFC, so, so you don't worry about them. No, but I mean AFC wise, you got the Chiefs are still champs. Yeah, still champs. Still proven otherwise. Right. So they're always going to be one on that side. Then I think you got Pittsburgh is a close two. Yeah. I think you got Tennessee is a three. You saw that matchup go well, down to a three point game. It did. Yeah. Those are the top three teams, and I think then I think Baltimore is really your number four. Right. I right get that, that's good, that's confident. That's good to say. And then I think after that. It's whoever's Buffalo. there. It drops off for them, too. <laughs> it's like a huge it drops off for them, too. And then that's what I'm talking about. So with that saying, and you met, we mentioned Atlanta earlier, Julio Jones has also been talked about being traded. I feel bad for Julio. I feel bad for Julio. You know what I mean? He's also been talked about where does he go? And where does New he go? New England. Doesn't, and that's that's what I was going to say. I really thought New England as well. He New goes to New England. England would be the perfect fit. Yeah, that's true, too, man. But again, this is the this is the the... I hate to say it, the LeBron era, where we load the fuck up. So. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I have no doubt in my mind he'll be a, a way. he'll be a patriot. There's a way, there's a way to load up in the NFL. I think the Bucks are proving there's a way to load up in the NFL. Now, the question I got for you is: earlier in our podcast career, you were talking about Belichick can do it without Brady, right? Brady can do it without Belichick, right? Up until this point, now there's a lot of football left. We're only seven games in. Yes. Seven games in. I only want you to evaluate seven games in, Raul. Yeah. Is Belichick 
needing Tom Brady or is Brady needing Belichick? Belichick needs Brady right now for these seven games. Does it help Brady having a super loaded L.A. Uh, Lakers offensive team? Absolutely. It definitely helps him. But it is showing these seven games that he carried Belichick a little bit further. Um, but, again, I think that that dynamic, that relationship between him and his coach, Belichick, you know, he he did carry and get some wins for him. I do think Belichick also helped Brady along the way of, of playoff-wise and planning. But right now, these seven games, yeah, Brady needs uh, – I mean, Belichick needs Brady without a doubt because Belichick, the first four games with Cam Newton, was they were hot. After COVID hit Cam Newton, Cam Newton ain't been Cam Newton no more. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I don't. I don't want to blame it on COVID, but it it definitely looks like you're not the same guy no more. You know what I mean? You you were you were very hot on there. They had designed runs for him. He doesn't. He looks winded at times. I don't know if it was severe what he had with COVID, but since that COVID and that that break, he has not had the rhythm back yet. It's going to take him a little bit. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Now the one thing I'll I'll keep money on. I know you keep saying the Bucks have this super team, and on paper we do. Right, but I'll tell you this too. Godwin's missed four four of the seven games we've played. He has, yeah. So far. No Antonio Brown. Leonard Fred has played two games of the seven games that we've played so far. Yep. Right. Mike Evans really has not been relevant in the seven games we've played so far because he's been on a bum ankle right. majority of the game and playing more of a decoy. So really Brady has done this with a Scotty Miller and a Gronk. Because they lost OJ Howard early in the year. Yeah, and, well, and so the Jones it's, guys, it's the Jones very, running back too. You know, he, he's been playing well. And, and Roger and Roger's been playing well, right. but it's been very Patriot Brady like as far as what yes. Brady's been used to in the past. Yeah, right. Hand the ball to Sony Michelle, play action pass, and throw it to Edelman yeah. over the middle of the field. Throw it to Gronk when you got the matchup, and that's about it. Because you have really haven't had anybody else. It, it got to a point this past Sunday. Where I'm like, does Mike Evans still play for the Bucks? Did he get traded? Yeah. Because he wasn't targeted. Yep. Didn't have a catch. And we're going into the fourth quarter. And we still dominated the game. Yep. I agree. Against the Packers, he didn't catch the ball until midway through the third quarter. If you told me, hey, the Bucks are going to play the Packers, you're going to win 38 to 10. Right. 38 to 10. And Mike Evans is going to have one catch. And his first catch is going to come in the third quarter. I would have said, there's no way we win the game. Yeah, who who would have said that? There's no way. Who right. else caught a pass? <laughs> right. So well, how many Bucks picks? How many pick ways. sixes do we have? <laughs> right. The Bucks are finding different ways to win. I, yes. I attribute that to Brady. Yep. And they're finding ways to win. They're playing as a team, and and we're moving along. After the Saints game, it looks like he threw your your uh, OC's playbook out the window, and was yeah. like, "Listen, we're not." <laughs> Let me show you something that Josh is doing over here. And <laughs> we're going to run this. We're, we're going to run, run these. So let's run these 10 plays. I'm comfortable with these. Let's do these 10. But that's he is it. doing it with limited uh, guys. And But then again, that's what Brady's been doing in New England. So I get the comparison. Can you imagine yeah. once they get to full strength? It's going to be it's going to be a movie, man. Boy, oh, boy. It's going to be a movie. But again, who would I know you said Patriots for Julio Jones. What other trades are you looking for? Real quick, because we 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 I want to get into fantasy football and our pickums with you. So I, th- I think Will Fuller gets traded right. from the Texans. I think the Texans are in a fire sale mode. They're trying to reacquire picks that yeah. Bill O'Brien gave away <laughs> last year Jesus. and the year before. Um, I think they're a full re- rebuild right now. Will Fuller obviously can't sell healthy from year to year in and year out. Um, I think the Packers are big contenders for them. We right. saw Antonio Brown. Head over to the Bucks. We saw Des Bryant get signed by the Ravens yep. to the practice squad. Um, I would not be surprised if you start seeing T.Y. Hilton. Really? I thought he's the same receiver thing. for the Colts. Yep. It doesn't seem like he's happy with the Colts. He's not clicking with Phillip Rivers. Um, he's, a, he's a speedy slot guy, which is very coveted by a lot of teams in the NFL. I would not be surprised if he ends up getting traded. Uh, as a sleeper kind of trade that's out there right now. That's a good call. Otherwise, if I'm a team right now that needs a quarterback, a.k.a. if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, (laughs) 
I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call Miami and say, send me, send me Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wow. Really? Send me Ryan Fitzpatrick. If we're going to save the season, send me Fitzmagic, baby. That's hilarious. And he's probably will pull out four or five wins, especially in his division. That's yeah, absolutely. You give that guy those three. Listen, that is my sleeper trade right now because you're the Dolphins. You almost feel like, you know what? We got to do the right thing by Fitz. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're going to trade him. We're trading him to, to the Cowboys, another conference team. Only way we're going to play him is in the Super Bowl, which the Dolphins are not in that kind of mode. The Cowboys are in a win now. Mentality still fits, fits that Cowboys offense right now. He has great receivers, great running game, which is what he needs. I would not be shocked if we woke up Saturday morning and we saw Fitz magic to the Cowboys. And again, the show's been known to predict some shit. And I know the NFL doesn't want to admit it, but some of you analysts are listening to the show. Listen to the show. <laughs> I know you guys are looking at the 60, 6,200 downloads that we have. And you're, you're probably thinking, these guys know a thing or two here. They the guys are doing their thing. So yeah, I, that's, a good, that's a good pick, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Speaking of picks, I would love to talk about our pickums. I know I'm getting my ass kicked. I don't know if you want to talk about it. I don't know if you want to talk about it's it. Been a, it's 2020. Oh. It's a COVID year, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. We're going to blame this on COVID. Yeah, we're blaming on COVID. All right, so we'll give a quick recap of last week because that's yes. what all you deserve. It's a quick recap <laughs> considering how atrocious you did. Uh, you went one and five last week. God, I went with, and you know what? I just went with likums. I didn't even go with. You know, strategy got right with the Bucks, which was a good pick. Well, that was a no-brainer <laughs> on that one. But yeah, it was hard to pick the other side. But yeah, I, I, picked, I, I did bad, man. It wasn't great. You went one and five. I went four and two. A solid week for me again. Uh, that brings our our season totals to your five and seven. I am now nine and three. With that being said, we'll we'll roll right into this week's pickums, and we're gonna start with the doozy. We're going to start with the the game of the weekend on Saturday. Yes. We have a Penn State, Ohio State matchup. Uh, oh, Penn State coming off of the very, very disappointing last second loss to Indiana, Tampa Bay Tech, our own Florida's own quarterback scored a two-point conversion uh, there in that overtime period to go ahead and go and get the W. Who are you taking this matchup? Does, does does Penn State have a chance to upset the Ohio State University? No, the they, clock. no, they, they don't, man. This is Ohio State. They didn't play a game in the rank six. They played one game, and they're now they're in the playoff rank number three. No, Ohio State's too powerful, too fast, too strong. Justin Fields is on another level. I'm going Ohio State, man. Oh boy, we're gonna have fun this weekend. <laughs> I'm picking Penn State with the upset, baby. Get out of here, really. We're going Penn State. I think it's a revenge game for them. They're going to come out, guns blazing against Ohio State. Nothing to lose. Right. They're the road team. They're they're gonna they're gonna salvage their season here. And Ohio State is known for dropping a game that they should win. They, they really are. And in and, and the COVID year, it's 2020. Everything's crazy. Even if they Why lose not? this game, they'll be ranked number four. Like, if that's what's going to happen. <laughs> like, just say, they, they have the Notre Dame syndrome. <laughs> they you do. lose a game, you're still in the top ten. You're cool, Doesn't bro. Don't, don't worry Plus, about it. I got a four-game lead, so I can take some chances. Yeah, we're, we're fine. The game that I know a lot of you audience members want us to talk about, well, we're not going to because we're not going to talk about Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Their boy, Trevor. 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 Oh, Trevor. You know, Mr. We Want to Play. Tested positive for COVID, which we, we could talk He's about out. that game, man. But let's just be honest. It's freaking Clemson. They're going to hand the ball off 35 times and still win by 50. You know what I mean? They're still they're still a 30-point favorite <laughs> without <laughs> Trevor. So let, let's just say oh, we're going to see a lot of zone left, zone right, zone left, yes. play action, touchdown, zone left, zone right. That's all you're going to see all night. That's what I'm saying, man. Clemson's going to easily win that. Now, we're going to flip over. Yes. To the NFL. Hopefully here you pick up some steam. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to start with another doozy. I, I think this is one of the top games of the week. We're going to start it off with it right away. You got the Steelers and the Ravens in Baltimore. Known to be good rivals, man. 
it's a great talk. You talk. You're talking about a physical game of two teams that just don't like each other. Right. Which, by the way, I got a fun fact for you. Did you know Mike Tomlin has gone 14 consecutive years without a losing record? No, I did not know that. Wow. If if and when this year finishes out with a positive record, which is eight and eight or better, right? He will be tied for the record in the NFL with the most non-consecutive losing seasons in NFL history. That's amazing. That's a hell of a record, man. That is the definition of consistency. Yep. <laughs> really and you is. think about that. Think about the Brady years. Right. Think about the years that Brady was there with the Patriots. They didn't achieve that. Right. That is great coaching. Our hats off to to Mike Tomlin, which, you know, Mike Tomlin used to be a Bucks coach back in the day. Yeah, under, a long time the, ago. Uh, I did. Tony Dungy days. Yeah, I, I, I read that somewhere, man. Who do you have for Steelers versus Ravens? I got Steelers, man. Oh, I'm going with the Steelers. That's an easy one for me. Yeah. I, I like the Steelers. The defense is too good. Their offense is better than the Ravens. It is. I think Lamar Jackson struggles to throw the deep ball. Mark Ingram is questionable for the game. It's true. I think that matters. That matters in that running game. So I like I like the Steelers as an upset here. Nice. The next one here I got for you, we're going to roll straight through these 1 o'clock games, is the Colts versus the Detroit Lions, the other team that plays I told in you. Michigan somewhere. Detroit Lions can like? go on a five-game winning streak here. I like Detroit, man. I'm going to take Detroit and because they, they possibly – not only do they win these games, they likely can win their next four to five games. Yeah, see, this is where I tell you to put the crack down. Okay. Put the crack back down. <laughs> I'm going with this. I like I like the Colts to win this game. Oh, wow. I don't know. I like, Rivers I like ain't the playing Warriors here. And, and again, I've picked the three picks that I have are all three road Warriors. Yes, you have. You can easily be back in this next week because I'm picking nothing but straight road Warriors. Yeah, you're right, man. And then, and again, the Colts. You know, the kid did come off a big win, but I just don't think Phillip Rivers is consistent enough to pull it out again against Detroit because I think Detroit knows that they're playing very well. I think Detroit knows what's on the line right now. So we'll see. I think Detroit's a bad team. I think the Colts beat them right, by, more, by more than a touchdown. Now, rolling through these 1 o'clock games, right. you got the another one that could be the game of the week. Patriots-Bills in Buffalo. You might see some snow. This is a must-win for the Patriots. This is a a must, must-win for them. Who do you uh, who do you got here? I I think. <laughs> oh boy, you're thinking. You're thinking. It's not good for uh, you. No man, Buffalo has a you're very good defense. You're, you're gonna do it. You're gonna Cam Newton Patriots. got benched. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Cam Newton, man. I'm gonna do it. Oh, go with Patriots. Do it. If now I tell you what, now do I have time to change this? Or are these locked no. in? This is locked. This is locked. You Friday sure? Because even in fantasy league, in. I can switch my players and my flex guys. You sure I can't switch yeah, picks? Yeah, this is a fantasy league. This, this is, this but is what if they them. don't? What if Cam doesn't start the game? Yeah, that's like, oh, oh, my guy didn't start the game. Can I sell him out? No. Yes. You put him in, you're locked in. No, no, you, you're not locked in. You're not locked in until Sunday hits. Do I have you're it until Sunday? the game starts. Okay, no. so and that's what I'm saying. At 1 o'clock Sunday, I'm locked in, but do I have up until you're 1 o'clock? In. <sighs> sure. Sure, I, I will give you the freedom to change this one I'm pick up this until pick. one o'clock. Okay. I'm gonna go with Patriots if Cam Newton's starting. If he's not starting, I'm going to Bills. All right, I got the Bills no matter what. Yeah, no matter who's who, starting, no matter who starts, I can be in a phone bills. booth with freaking Bill Belichick. It's gonna happen. It doesn't matter. Right, right, right. It doesn't matter. What's the other one? All right, who I'm going, and I'm gonna let you pick first because mm. I'm gonna let you pick from the heart. Oh boy, you got your Dolphins, Tua. I knew it was coming. Tua, Tua gets to start. They're playing against the Rams. The Dolphins are at home in sure. Miami. What happens here? I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but I'm going with the I Rams. Cannot, I cannot believe you said that. I, I've been picking my likums. I haven't been picking strategy, and this is why I'm getting killed. All the right. Rams are stronger right. defensively. They're stronger. I'm going with the Dolphins. Get the freak out of here. The Dolphins, Tua, provides a spark the Dolphins need. It is a late-game heroic. 
He dries him down. He wins the game. I hope you're right because I love the Dolphins, but I know it's too you much do. stacked against them. So I'm gonna go with my oh, brain my, and not my heart. We, we got two games left, and we get our. And then we have our toilet bowl matchup of the week. Yes. All right. So our next one up here, and again, I'm interested to see how you go here. We got the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. I'll, I'll go first since you went. Uh, you went first last week, the last time. I'm going Seattle. Yeah, I am too. That's all I gotta say. Russell Tyler Wilson's still Lockett. playing, even if he loses a game, he's still playing in MVP status. He is. I love how he's been playing, man. But it's, it's going to be closer than everybody thinks. I, I think so, too. These two, going back to when Kaepernick was playing and, and uh, Richard Sherman, these two teams have really been battling out on the West Coast over there. So well, I, I'm, I'm looking forward another, to I hope it's a good you, game. I'm going to give you another fun fact. What's that? Here. Did you know that the NFC West is the only division in football that all four teams – have a winning record. No, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Another fun fact. Did you know the NFC East is the only division <laughs> that all four teams have a losing record? That's funny. I didn't know that either. Which for my Cowboys fans and the Eagles fans we have out there. I agree, man. I totally agree with that. All right. So in this last one. Yep. And this last one here, and again, we're going to fire through this. It should be an easy one. We got the Bucks. Yeah. Monday Night Football against the COVID Giants. <laughs> COVID, COVID has hit the Giants as well. Every time every time we play somebody, it seems like COVID is hitting them. I didn't oh, want to bring it up to you. I didn't want to say I'm this. Sort of thing. It's a conspiracy. It's a little bit of Somehow, conspiracy, yeah. It always happens. It's like somebody sends ahead of a we scout, got. and he just starts spraying on the pillows. I got the Bucks, man. They're playing too good, man. They look too good. They're too fast. They're too COVID. strong. COVID, no COVID. Bucks buy a lot. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm, I'm sure the Giants are hoping everybody gets COVID so they don't play the freaking Bucks. You'll have to play the game. You'll have to play the game, right. In our toilet bowl matchup of the week. Yes. We have your My. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> they became mine. Versus, versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you got and why? I'm going with the Eagles just because they at least have a starting quarterback. That they, <laughs> they have two starting quarterbacks. Yeah, they still have Jalen Hurts yeah, on the bench. They, too, they so have plenty. If gets hurt, Jalen can come in and he can exactly. win the game. Exactly. I'm going to go with Fred's yeah. Eagles for this game, even though this game means total nothing. Like, it means nothing. nothing. But nothing. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Yeah. I think they, they win this as well. Now, going into our, our next session of the show here, guys, yep. we like to talk about fantasy football. Um, it's what's going on right now, of course, for everybody. And I'd like to always give you guys to think about maybe that's not in your starting lineup, maybe on the weaver wire, maybe available on your own team that's sitting on the bench. And you're like, maybe I should start this guy or not. Um, so we're going to go through and run those through real quick. As far as quarterbacks this week, the guy that I like the most, he resides in San Diego, Justin Herbert. Good call. He's a rookie. He's on fire. I like him this week as a top 10 quarterback. Uh, a quarterback that I do not like at all this week is Drew Brees. Father time is catching up to yeah, him. A lot of people are saying a tough, it. tough matchup this week against a, a good Chicago Bears defense that's stingy. Uh, no Emmanuel Sanders. Michael Thomas finally came back to practice after being gone for a little bit. Uh, I, I think the Saints are going to just run the ball quite a bit and, and play action and throw the ball short. I don't think Drew Brees has a very good game at all. Uh, definitely, if you have Hubert in your lineup, I'd go with him. As we flip over to our to our running backs, you know, again, I'm going to give you some guys that maybe people aren't talking about a whole lot that can make some moves. If you haven't done so yet, Carlos Hyde is going to start this week. Chris Carson got injured. He's out for the week. Uh, Giovanni Bernard is another name to look out for. He's also starting this week. Joe Mixon is out for the week. With that being said, a guy that I don't like right now is for obvious reasons, is Zeke Elliott. You got a, a, a bad situation at quarterback. No one to really throw the ball. They're going to load the box, play man-to-man coverage, make them throw the ball, make them one-dimensional. I don't think the Cowboys are good enough to overcome that right now where they're at. 
as far as running backs to definitely take a look at, yeah, there's a lot of running backs on bye weeks. There's a lot of running backs that are hurt, that are injured. One guy that I would definitely look into playing this week is Boston Scott. Came off a great week last week, had 18 points in fantasy. He gets a nice matchup against Dallas, who hasn't been able to stop anybody from running the ball. I can line up and run for 100 yards against the Dallas Cowboys defense. Agreed. Uh, my, my running backs can easily run for 100 yards against their defense. I like him in, in that matchup for sure. As we move on through receivers, now receivers, you know, it's one of those things where there's a lot of them. Who do you pick? Who do you not pick? It's always a tough call. One guy I'm staying away from, and I'm a Bucks fan, I'm staying away from Mike Evans. Mike yeah. Evans, the last couple of weeks, has been ghosted, to say the least. Um, not a whole lot of targets, not a whole lot of receptions in the last couple of weeks. The one guy that I would say, if you don't have him in your lineup, get him in right now. Is And I've talked about it before in the show. So now there's another, another week that I talk about this guy on the show. is Travis Fogum, receiver for the Eagles. Again, they're playing against the Cowboys who cannot stop anybody. So I expect Travis to have a phenomenal game this week. Um, a big sleeper this week. Okay. A big, big sleeper for me this week. Again, Odell Beckham is out. He's had an injury, ACL injury. He's now gone for for the year. If I'm out there on the waiver wire saying, okay, who do I start a receiver? I need someone to receiver that can give me some points, can give me some targets. One guy that I'm taking a very, very close look at is Rashad Higgins. He's a receiver for the Browns. Yeah, he's been he's been came, coming up big. He came in last week. He came in last week for Odell, had six six catches, 110 yards, had six targets, 100% catch rate on his targets. Baker seems to like those unknown guys. You figure now Tevin's going to start rolling coverage to Jarvis Landry to stop Jarvis Landry from getting the ball, load the box, and stop Kareem Hunt from getting the ball. You figure he's the guy that's going to benefit the most from these situations. As we roll into the tight ends situation, there's a, I mean, we got tight ends that are all over the place right now with matchups and situations this week. Again, I'm going to give you a guy to start. I'm going to give you a guy to sit. Uh, I definitely think if you got Gronkowski, you're playing him. You're playing him. He's hot. Yep. You're going to ride the hot hand right now um, and use him as much as possible. A sneaky tight end that I think sneaks into the top 10 this week is Rodgers. Richard Rodgers from the Eagles. Wentz is known to love his tight ends. Last week, Richard Rodgers went six for 85 yards, six catches, uh, 14 and a half points on fantasy and PPR leagues. Wentz finds tight ends no matter what. So if you have him, go get him. If you need a tight end, go get him. The guy that I think struggles this week is Mark Andrews from Baltimore. You figure they're playing against Pittsburgh Steelers, a great defense, going to load the box, make Lamar Jackson throw the ball. Who do you cover when he throws the ball as a tight end? You take away the quarterback's favorite target, and that's a tight end. And that's the guy you're going to match up against this week. And that's your that's your fantasy football recap there, Roel. What are your thoughts? I love all those picks, man. And that's why I tell you, that's why you, that's your section, the fantasy football section. Fans need to get with it. If you have questions for us, go ahead and shoot us some emails. Shoot us the DMs on the Twitter, whatever you want to do. Reach out to us on Instagram. We This is literally, he's a guru with this stuff, man. But I like all those picks, man. I got Gronk. I'm definitely going to play him. Uh, I would love to trade Herbert for... <laughs> For a couple guys, I know you got my guy Lamar sitting over there, but Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson, they be getting me points, so I, I can't be too mad going head to head with you. I know I'm going to take a, a lump uh, or two this weekend, so but those are all good picks, man. I love them, man. Um, just to tell you, George, man, that's all the time we got, bro. It seems like it went really quick, man. So, uh, fans, I, I love you guys. Uh, I hope you have a beautiful Friday and a beautiful weekend. Enjoy yourselves, be safe, wear a mask. Don't forget to go vote. If you haven't done it yet, go vote. Get out there. Get to the polls. Uh, let's make a great decision for a great country, man. And uh, I'll see you again here in a little bit, man. Yeah, thank you guys for joining the show. Again, if you haven't done so, go in and vote. Very important. Get your voice heard. Get out there. Go do it. Go Dragons tonight. Our kids take the field against Blake High School. If you're bored on a Friday night here in the Tampa Bay area, come check our kids out. 
If you like today's podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe, hit follow. That way you can notify when we drop a new episode. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. Join the debate. It gets very heated in our Facebook group, On The Clock Sports Talk on Facebook. You can find us on social media, whether it be Facebook or IG, by simply searching On The Clock Radio. Until next time, you're on the clock.